When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chill out. All right. Okay. Hey, Holly. Hey, Dave. Welcome. Welcome to What Difference Does It Make? Yes. It's been uh, been a few days since we last uh, saw each other. We did. We've, we've had a pretty uh, eventful few days. One in particular. Yes. Yeah. We both attended the Pasadena Daydream Festival outside of the Rose Bowl at Brookside Park. Brookside at the Rose Bowl, they call it. Okay. Brookside is basically just a golf course. It was a pretty good setup, actually. You liked it? I, I yeah. 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 You know what? They, yeah, they, Golden Voice knows how to put on a show. It was fairly well organized. I, I say this because we were smart. We got there early. We got to see most of the bands. There were a number of my friends who went to the show that I learned later, and they were complaining that they had to wait two hours to get into the venue. Um, they missed a few of the bands they wanted to see. So... Um, we played our cards right. Yes, we did. We got there early. It didn't take too long to get in. It was a brutally hot day. Super hot. <laughs> but we brought our sunscreen. We did brought our sunscreen. I brought we my refillable. I brought my refillable <laughs> water bottle, unlike you. Yes. You were well prepared. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all right, so let's But I brought my listening ears. You did indeed. And my viewing eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so we did. So we got there. We didn't get there early enough. We heard the last Kaylin Mikla song. They went on first. From afar, yes. Yeah, so we there, heard it from afar, and it sounded great. There were two stages. So when we went to the show, um, you know, they released the, the set times. Uh, we saw that there were two stages, and it was basically one band would go on, and then as soon as that band signed off, the next band was going on the other stage. It was so well executed. They would go on the minute after one band came off the other stage. It was brilliant. And and uh, so the, the secondary stage was called Willow and the main stage is called the Oaks. Yes, and they were about 400 yards apart. I mean, it was a golf course. So I have no Hard idea. to tell. You can hear, you couldn't hear if you were sitting at one stage when the next band went on, if you were, you know, that far away, you could hear them and you knew who it was, but you couldn't hear, you wouldn't enjoy the music that way. There was, Yeah, there wasn't, uh, and there was no bleed through. I mean, because bands weren't playing simultaneously. There right. was no bleeding of, of the sound. Which was great. Yeah, so that worked out well. So we kind of planned out our strategy because um, we're like, okay, so the main, all the main, the big font bands are playing at the Oaks. That was the big stage. Except for Throwing Muses, which was uh, in order to let the cure be ready for 
Oh, you're going back set. to. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, everyone was there for the cure. Yeah. But I'm saying Throwing Muses is one of the bigger, I think it was one of the bigger font bands. Okay. They're they? still, uh, I don't know. I still put them in their, uh, in the indie tent. Okay. I, I like the indie tent in that, I mean, this is a great strategy for us and that, it, or for yes. most people. I mean, they tried to make that indie tent as desirable as possible by actually making it a tent. They, over at the Oaks, there was, there's no tent. It was hot. <laughs> There were long lines for beer and for anything else over on the oak side. But, you know, if you wanted to see Deftones and Mogwai and Pixies, you had – and Twilight Sad, I think, was the first band to play there. Was on the, the main stage. The yeah. Oaks, yeah. So if you wanted to see those bands, which most people – I would say probably 80, mm-hmm. 85 percent of the people at this show yeah. would have preferred to see them. And so they, they made that, okay, you know, it's, it's going, this is going to be the big stage. And there was standing. It was standing in the front in in the front section, and then you could sit. Then there was a separation. And then you could sit yeah. in the back section, yeah, which is but, where we ended up. Because yeah, because well, we wanted to see the, the smaller bands, but it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people arrived. The, the doors opened at one, mm-hmm. and a lot of people just went straight to the main stage and just stayed there for the whole sh- for that that to see all those main bands. And if you wanted to be in front for the Cure and didn't even care about the other main bands, you were there from two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> From one o'clock, basically, yeah. when the doors opened, um, yeah. So I mean that that was that's a strategy, but it was I, I think actually after doing our podcast, we're like, well, I, I kind of want to see these other bands. These are kind yeah. of interesting bands. These are newer bands. The, it was the you know the nineties, you know eighties nineties bands on the main stage, and then these newer bands that are just you know mm-hmm. maybe have like tops ten years, I think. Um, but it made it great because we got close. We we were able to. To be close to the, these bands, yeah, it was the best possible way to see them. It was it was great. I mean, it was we were close. They had a great reception. I thought, you know, when you turned around, we were probably you know we were under the tent. Yeah, but if you look behind us, there was a pretty nice crowd. Oh, it was a great crowd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how many people do you think total were at these shows. You, it could have been like sixty thousand people. Maybe. I don't know if it was that many. It was it, it was big. It was big. Yeah. Yeah. And long. Yeah. Still it long, was long. long. <laughs> it was a long, it was a long day, but, but worth it. Yes. I think most of the complaints were the beer lines were, were way too long. Yeah. Although when During, we, when we were watching the cure, there was no line for the beer. We could have, we could have walked right over uh, there if we wanted to could, take it. Cause spent more on $13 beers <laughs> <sighs> or a $13 cocktail. Or I'd rather spend it on a, for a $5 donut, which was, <laughs> which was very good. It was a very good donut. Shout out to Donut for, Friend. I'm Donut Friend. Thank <laughs> you for turning me on to that place. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, and the merch table was even – I wanted to get something. I, I would have liked a bucket hat or something to protect my head, <laughs> but I thought there was – the line was way too long. That's kind of a bummer because I would have also – I would have bought something, you know, just to, to symbolize the day. I'm sure um, we could still buy something. There might be something mm-hmm. online. There was no way that we were going to stand in that line. No. Why? why? It only got longer. Yeah, yeah, never, never dissipated. It was forever long, but uh, that was—I mean—that was the only bummer um, of the show. I think, uh, yeah, it was exciting to see these artists. And as you posted on uh, on Instagram, there's a lot of a lot of women-fronted bands. Yeah, strong women doing the, these intense songs that, that Robert Smith loves. I gotta say, and and as I said, I don't even have to say it again, but I'm going to. You can easily see, especially now seeing them live how he ended up choosing these bands. But I got to say, of the smaller indie bands, Joy, the Joy Formidable, mm-hmm. they were awesome. Mm-hmm. They had 
the greatest energy. The drummer was, you know, was hilarious. He was so animated. And I liked the setup. I liked. Yeah, they had the drums set up in the front because he was kind of like another guitarist. Yeah. So, you know, so they they pushed him up front and kind of turned the drums to the side. Mm -hmm. And he had a gong, which we loved. And as soon as I saw the gong, I'm like, (laughs) oh, I am all in. This is good. This is going to be good stuff. And she, her energy was so, was really great. Her voice. I loved everything about them. Yeah. So that was your, that was your surprise of the day. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I like this. This is a band I would like. I will continue to listen to them. That's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, The Cure was. Well, yeah. All right. So <laughs> Take The first, Cure out of the first mix. First, we're still talking about the smaller bands. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I, I understand re- you like The Cure. <laughs> Have I ever told you that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but whatever. If you're into The Cure, that's fine. Yeah. Um, no, they but, were. They but were, yeah, of all those small bands, I've, although I'm still thinking of um, the Emma Ruth Rundle song, uh, Lights Out. Mm-hmm. That's the song. It's been running through my head like oh. this past weekend. Then there, there is a song running through your head of, of uh, one of the smaller bands. Yeah. And that's yeah, I like that's a them. good sign. Yeah. So I like them a lot. Um, Chelsea Wolfe was great. I was actually disappointed that um, that uh, she, she didn't play anything from the new album that's coming out. So. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at all the set lists. I mean, they only had, they played maybe five, five six songs tops. All they the, were half all hour. These bands. Yeah. Half hour set. So it wasn't a lot of time to kind of build up a rapport with the fans. You have to kind of get in there, do your thing and then leave immediately. Yeah. Which is good for the audience, but you know, you do like it's, to build that. Yeah. It's tough for a band, but still, yeah. you know, you got a captive. It's, it was nice that, you know, these artists were taking advantage of this great situation. They got blessed by Robert Smith. Yeah. I so decree. Anointed. You. <laughs> yeah. You were anointed by, by Robert Smith. So uh, that was wonderful that, you know, they got this exposure and they were able to, uh, you know, Get some new fans. Yeah. Joy formidable. Yay. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it was, it was good, especially just knowing their backstory because we did the podcast. We we're like, oh, yeah, this, they were these two, it's a trio. The, the singer and the, the bassist um, were a couple and they were childhood friends. They were a couple and they split up. I'm like, all right, what's, what's the dynamic there? But the, it was great. It was a lot of fun just to see them on stage. And, Didn't seem to have any impact on, yeah, their, very, on their playing. On yeah, their very personable. Yeah. Okay, this is a good time to take a break. Let's, uh, let's stop it and we'll continue our discussion of the Pasadena Day Green Festival. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So after we saw the Joy Formidable, we uh, kicked it over to the other side. To the Pixies. Was it? Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, because so we missed, uh, we actually, when we first got to this day there, uh, as you touched on, Kayla Mickled just finished. So we went to the far end just to find out, kind of figure out the lay of the land. And the Twilight Sad were, uh, were playing. And so we're like, oh, okay, <laughs> got that situation down. Like figured out, okay, I, th- I think the, uh, the tent is where it's shady is, is going to be better. And we would have been too far back. I think to, yeah. to kind of get a feel for the Twilight Sad, it was kind of tough. For, you needed for to be down. closer. They, yeah, for yeah. sure. They were more of a, they, they could have been playing the willow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, although they, I mean, they have that big sound. They've opened up for the, you know, for the Foo Fighters. They they know kind of what to do with uh with uh, with a big crowd. They do, but for to draw people in who may not have, I I don't know, True. may not have been familiar. I would have liked to have seen them. True. That would have been good to see them yeah. there. Yeah. So we missed uh, Mogwai, and uh, we missed the Deftones. Yeah, we could hear them. You could hear them. Bit. Yes. Plus, you have to go eat too, so we had to figure out <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, Trejo's tacos. Yes, <laughs> I had a grilled cheese and bacon sandwich. That's that's where I was tots. at. And tater tots, because I am five. And now Dave's a little clogged as his uh, oh, arteries are a little clogged. Yeah, happy, happy arteries. <laughs> he washed it down with a beer. Oh, exactly, like my doctor recommends. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so then we after we saw Joy Formidable, we moved it on, and you know got our our donuts and. Whatnot? We moved it on to and cocktail. To, uh, yeah, moved it on to the main stage, and that's when we saw the Pixies, who I thought were great, really yeah. fun. We were far back. I would have liked to have been closer, but we were uh, right. We were by, comfortable by that time. I mean, you kind of accept, like, okay, we've made a choice. Yes, we're not going to push our way to the front. We'll just uh, we'll just chill in the back. Yeah, our, like all the choice, cool kids do. Yeah, well, yes, yes, yes. All the cool kids were in the back. Speaking of cool kids, I'm I'm going to make an old person comment. Okay. Hey, you know that I am a huge, we know this, I'm a huge Cure fan. I used to dress the part, you know, back in the day. I wore a lot of black, mm-hmm. you know. People were dressed in this, you know, in this heat. It was pr- close to 100 degrees. It was in the 90s for sure. I understand. Yeah, I would, I mean, if, if I was a certain personality type, I would commit to uh, to dressing up like Robert Smith. I, there, I, like I said, this is a, a probably because of my age. I couldn't even I couldn't wear a lick of black because the, the heat was the heat was killer. But people were in the boots and the tights and the you know the black. I saw a couple of black jackets. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of black. Yeah, especially when it was hitting yeah. uh, probably nearing a hundred degrees at around four o'clock. Yeah. So, but that's okay. So yeah, so we what? made the. Did con- you take pictures? Yeah, you took, I, I, you took a few photos. I took some pictures. I did. I'll post. Yes, make sure you post. I absolutely will. Uh, we did. We sacrificed. That was, as Dave said, a conscious decision. We sacrificed in order to see some of the smaller font bands. 
But it, it was a good sacrifice because we found a stray chair. Yes, we did. So instead of you know instead of schlepping a chair all over the place and moving it around, which Dave did not let Dave Dave put the kibosh on the chair on me bringing a chair. Yeah, no one <laughs> wants to carry a chair. You don't want to burden yourself with something extra. So lo and behold, we get there. We get to the the, the main stage. We're waiting for the cure, and there is just an empty chair sitting there. Yeah. An empty chair, and Dave says. Here, sit in this chair, and I said, "No, that's somebody's chair. I'm not gonna, I'm not sitting in somebody's chair." Well, if they come, they'll, they'll, you know, you can get up. So finally, he talked me into it. The chair owner never came back. Got to sit in the chair the whole time. Dave was very kind and and uh, chivalrous and let me sit in the chair the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So it was actually it was nice. I mean, just kind of laying on the grass, yeah, and, and soaking up uh, all the cure air. It was great. I for um. For the first time seeing The Cure, I'd never seen the band before. That was like a, a, a great set. I mean, he, I don't know any songs that, you know, aside from like some like deep cuts that I needed to hear. I, it was nice to hear like, like these are all songs that you probably all know. And I think I, I knew like 95% of the stuff. You did. Was there any, I mean, and, and they, they have a, it's, it's when you're at a show like this that you realize their catalog is way bigger than you've even we know their catalog is huge, but hearing the songs, they could play songs that you know that even a you know not the most hardcore fan would still know most of those songs. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. I think it was a pretty perfect set. I had noticed. I didn't. I didn't look too deep into other sets that he's done, but it was the uh, he had played some festival in, I think it was in Europe, like a, a week ago, and it was the same set. So oh. it, so I think he's uh, it's like okay this is a, this is a good this set works. this this set works and it does I mean because we I think it uh, as I saw in, when he played Australia when they were doing the disintegration um, celebration going through that 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 whole album playing the whole album through um, he started off the show by playing b uh, b sides and songs that weren't recorded and just kind of like. That was like the first half hour, 45 minutes of, of the show. So that, w- that would have been kind of tough to sit through, I think. Well, not, not so much for me, but maybe right. for you. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of the audience too. Yeah. But well, this was nice because, I, I mean, he played, it was like maybe I looked at it, it was I think like seven songs from Disintegration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so of course I know that album intimately yeah. and it was great to, to hear all those, all those songs. I thought it was a really well curated set. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, and it was it was uh, he played from he played almost two hours, just shy of two hours. No, over right? two hours. It went on at eight forty. He ended up at the it ended at eleven. Thought it ended at ten thirty. No, ended at eleven. Yeah, oh. ten thirty was the encore. And then he came back. Then he came back. He's like, okay, all right, we got a half hour of hits to play. He literally said that we have half hour, yeah. of, and he did. Yeah, and he did play Friday. I'm in love, which he always says he doesn't, you know, doesn't love playing. Oh, is that right? But, I didn't yeah. know he didn't. With some of the bigger, yeah, he knows that fans love it. And I thought he did great with it. I thought it was a really fun, fun version of it. Yeah. I mean, it was all fun. He sounded great. He is phenomenal. I can't say enough about it, of course. I'll gush all the time over him. But I told you when I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl a couple of years ago that his voice, his voice sounds incredible. Yeah. And the band sounds great. The band rocked. Yeah. On Saturday night. Yeah, band is great. Yeah, they, they really bring those songs alive, especially. I mean, because you you need to do that. It's just mm-hmm. drawing out these these songs, and you know, there's like these huge instrumental breaks. The long like, intros, just long intros. I just love it. And then when Robert Smith comes in, I I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I love the Cure, yeah. just the, the way they draw that all out. The audience was into it, yeah. of course. Yeah, people yeah. were dancing. 
And people were dancing. Including you. Oh. Of which we have footage. Oh, great. You have destroyed <laughs> that. But yeah, it was fun. And I, I, you know, as I had mentioned, he could have easily have played uh, a few, done like, you know, two nights at Staples, two or three nights at Staples and just had one or two opening acts. And that would have been it. And then it would have been fine. But this, the way this was done was, was really nice. It was, you know, you get introduced to, there were nine other bands. Yeah, it was special. It was really Yeah, special. it was really a, a very special event. So um, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad we uh, got through it yeah. <laughs> alive, and, was, and we got out. We, we were home within an hour. We were so panicked about how the Rose Bowl was going to go. It was so efficient. Yeah, yeah. So it was it, great. It was a really, it was a fun show. I'm, I'm really glad we went, even, even with the, the brutal heat. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the brutal heat, we survived. Um, and maybe there'll be a daydream, uh, daydream festival next year. I would Curi- be so curious to know who will curate. Yeah, maybe they'll have someone. Fun. It'll be like a meltdown festival. Who knows what they're going to do? Yeah, so it's exciting. All right, we have a date every uh, Labor Day weekend. Hopefully, we'll okay. see. Okay, that'd be great. All right, so let's wrap this up. Thanks for listening to our wrap up of the uh, Pasadena Daydream Festival. Until next week, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.